Hi, welcome to Resilient Waters Healing in the 10,000 Lakes. I'm Amy, let's get connected. Today we have an exciting episode. I have an amazing contact here for you all to meet. Her name is Jessica Guerrero. Now, Jessica is a registered nurse with more than 15 years of experience working in healthcare. But in 2021, she received her master's in integrative health and wellness and her national board certification for health and wellness coaching. After burning out of her nursing career in 2019, she felt it was time for a change, and now she works with women in high burnout professions to avoid and treat the experience of burnout. She is also in the midst of launching a new program that serves people who have gotten caught in the loop of diet culture and struggling with emotional and binge eating. Jessica helps her clients break free from this loop and achieve a healthy relationship with food and their bodies. Welcome, Jessica. Mm, thank you, Amy. That's a great intro, and I'm so grateful to be here with you. I am so excited for you to be here. There are so many people that I think will really resonate with what you have to offer. So awesome. let's just kind of jump in. How did you come to your clinical focus? Well, I mean, after being in healthcare and burning out, because, I mean, for so many reasons, but really the values discrepancy between being a healthcare worker and, you know, being in healthcare, the business, yeah. um, there's a bit of a difference there, which I know you know. Um, I do. Yeah. I do. And, and so uh, it just didn't work for me anymore. And I, as I was getting my master's in integrative health and wellness, there was a global pandemic. And I was watching all of these people that I had loved working with and, you know, just still had very close connections to suffer immensely. And so it kind of just shined a light on exactly where I needed to go after graduating. I was like, I really want to help these people. And as I was talking to people in education, you know, teachers and other service industries that were really, you know, all about nurturing and helping people and really caring for humans, um, there was just an abundance of suffering. And I was like, all right, this is what I need to do. Yeah, I, I know that we both have seen a lot of this in the past few, I mean, it was happening before the pandemic. Yeah. But since the pandemic, it has been a huge topic. I think so many people understand this burnout feeling and feel very stuck in it. So I'm so glad that that timing worked out so well for you. You were getting ready and finishing your master's already in health and wellness. And it just kind of, what a fit. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's so funny because I just had no idea what I was going to do with it after, you know, I was like, maybe I'll go do this. Maybe I'll go do that. But none of it felt right and had absolutely no intention of becoming an entrepreneur when I started the program. <laughs> um, but then, you know, it just kind of chose me. I was like, ah, oh, this is the thing I can't stop looking at and have to do something about. So... Well, now that I've met you several times, I know that this is a huge passion for you. And I just love being around that energy that you have about this. Mm -hmm. So I know that you're doing some really great work out there with clients. Tell me a little bit about the clients that you serve. Yeah. So anybody working in 
a hybrid art profession, which I have become so much more educated on what that means. <laughs> I had in my mind that that was really people in service industries, but the more I go to networking meetings and meet more people, it's also people in real estate. It's also people in finance. Like it's not just solely the healthcare career and education yeah. that's experiencing burnout. It's super pervasive and absolutely everywhere. It's a, so, it's a bit of a culture, isn't it, that we have of always asking for more and more and more of those around us. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, because I've met some people, even in the past few weeks, that just don't really believe burnout exists. So it's been oh. really fun to engage in some of those conversations of, with people that don't, don't really understand what it is or why it happens. Um, but working with my clients, you know, if we can... If we can do anything before burnout actually sets in, if we're on the precipice and just like tipping over into burnout, you know, there's so much to be said for prevention rather than trying to cure or get yourself out of burnout when you actually tip over into it. It's a very hopeless place and it takes a lot more time to get out of. That doesn't mean you can't, you can, but it does take a little bit more work. So I love talking to people about burnout prevention and that's, Uh, most of my clients have been on the precipice of burnout and I have definitely worked with those who have tipped over and it just takes a little bit more time. So there's more patience and we have to kind of manage expectations. We can't just, you know, rest for a weekend and burnout is gone. It's just not going to (laughs) happen. Not just going to the spa is going to fix it. No. And just going on vacation doesn't fix it. We can't can't bubble bath away burnout, you know, all of those, (laughs) all of those things. And, um, you know, we talk a lot about putting your oxygen mask on and, you know, taking care of yourself so you can take care of others. And so many people are really sick of hearing that I have found, uh, because what does that mean? And so what I do is I help people determine what does that mean for you? Because what works for me isn't necessarily going to work for everybody else, you know? And so we have to get into, and I know self-care is a buzzword right now. I even hate to use it. But there is real self-care that we need to get into. And that's real, real kind of the meat and bones of what I do. That's awesome. Can I just ask if you were to put a definition for those who aren't really sure about burnout or if they've experienced, like, how would you describe that for someone? Yeah, there's three real telltale signs that you're in burnout. And one of them is you're absolutely exhausted. You're the, in the, it's in your bones, kind of exhausted, kind of chronic fatigue state where you just cannot, no matter what you do, you can't feel energized. And so that's the first, yeah, that's the first real symptom that you're in burnout. The second one is depersonalization. And so what that means is empathy is really hard to come by. And I always think about, you know, the nurse at the bedside, you want that nurse to have access to empathy, but it becomes really hard. So they're putting up walls in between themselves and their clients because they just can't access it anymore. So they're taking a step back really to protect themselves. So it's not that they want to be doing it, but it's just how they have to survive because they're in that survival mode. Yes. Yeah. And then, oh my gosh, where did the third one go? (laughs) It's in my brain. (laughs) That's okay. I get that. That's a depersonalization piece, right? 
Well, and I, I have to just say, let, let's take a moment then to pause on that because that resonates with me as a trauma therapist so much that burnout is traumatic. This is really big right now for so many people and they are, like you said, in survival. And that has a physiological piece that so many people don't understand because we've never, but we never talk about internal experience that, mm-hmm. I, you know, that just kind of clicked with me when you were saying it. Wow, this really is us trying to survive something terrible. And that terrible is not being able to rest and not being able to get what we need to be at our best, be who we want to be. Yeah. And, and that's it. And then the third one just came back to me when you said that is we're not feeling fulfilled by our work anymore. So we're feeling like, what the heck is the point of me even doing this? Like, I'm not making a difference in the world. I don't feel like I am. I went into this career or whatever with so much purpose and now I just I can't that connection is gone. Yeah. Yeah, that makes so much sense when we're talking about since especially since COVID teachers and healthcare. That is mm-hmm. such a huge conversation that if it's not happening, it should be happening constantly. So I'm this work is so very important. So that brings me to the next thing. Um how do clients get to you? Do they need a referral? What does that process look like for you? Yeah, they can go on my website. I offer free consultations for anybody that's interested in health coaching. Awesome. And um, so I do a three forty-five minute consultation just to decide, you know, is there, can I help you? That's where we have to begin. Is this going to be helpful for you? Because I'm not going to take you on if I don't feel like I can be of service to you. And then also just to make sure we're a good fit. And that's on both sides. Um, you know, being a therapist, it it is often about the fit. This is vulnerable work. And so you have to be comfortable talking to this person about real things. And if I'm not that person for you, that's okay. But I would love to help get you connected with somebody else, maybe who would be a better fit for you and what you're looking for. Um, and then otherwise, yeah, let's get going. That's, we start with an intake process and then it's very client driven. Uh, I believe healthcare is really missing that right now, our healthcare system. With how overloaded it is, that makes a whole lot of sense, too. Yeah. Your doctor doesn't have a lot of time to talk to you. I do have time to talk to you, and I'm going to make the time to speak with you and make sure that you feel really heard. And so you're in the driver's seat. I'm here to walk alongside you for the journey. I have tools, I have resources, and a tremendous amount of education to support you. But nothing overrides the knowing of what's going to be right for you. So at the end of the day, we're going to approach things in a way that's going to feel good for you because otherwise it's not going to be sustainable. Right. Right. That's something that resonates so much with me in my practice too. That fit is so important. And that, that is honestly a big reason why I'm doing this podcast in the first place. So people can hear you and already get a sense of that fit. Because again, how can we find change if we don't feel that connection with the person that we're working with? So I love that. I love that. So you have a website. Um, Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about um, like payment and all the nitty gritty pieces. You said there's an intake, but like, what do they need to know to get started? Yeah. So I have the fortunate position right now of having my national board certification for health and wellness coaching, which just got approved to take 
uh, health savings account dollars. So we can, awesome. I can work with people who have FSA and HSA accounts and they can use those funds, which I think goes a long way for health equity. It really yeah. has, I think, going to be a game changer for the health coaching industry for my certification. So that's very exciting. So people can use that. I offer a couple of signature programs, my first and most popular and you know, I'm a little biased. It's my favorite. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> is a 100-day program. There's so much that you can do in 100 days, and it's also not that long to commit to. You know, we can yeah. – there's 365 days in the year, so it's not even a third of the year to commit to. And we can really get a great foundation set for you. Most clients do go on to, you know, another 100 days, or we just kind of ad-lib it after that, and that's great. Uh, I'm going to meet you wherever you're at, but that's my signature program. It's a 100-day program, and that costs $750 okay. for really high-touch coaching. 100 days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're doing, we're doing um, and that's a, you know, disclaimer, prices can change. It's 10 for 2023, so right, you never exactly. know. <laughs> exactly. If you're listening to this Check in 2025. Yeah. yeah. Um, Reach out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but that offers, you know, we're coaching every two weeks. We are doing that really extensive intake to make sure that your needs are being met. And also, I offer whatever you need in between sessions. Is it for accountability? Accountability is such an important part of behavior change. So it can be Voxer messaging or emails or things like that. And you can send me a message to help you stay accountable if you need to for a certain behavior. It's all different and every client takes advantage of it differently. So it's kind of nice to have that that in between oh, session. Absolutely. And that that's that's such a different service too. Like I think a lot of people think just traditional therapy, like maybe what I do in my office and that's not something that I'm going to be able to do in between sessions that you do. That you're mm -hmm. really walking those steps. Can you tell me a little yeah. bit about um coaching because I think that's a little bit newer in Minnesota than maybe other states yeah uh coaching is such a if, you're, if it's done right you're doing yes. it in such a, a service way you're really meeting your client wherever they're at and again letting them lead the journey uh which might sound strange people come to therapy and healthcare for all sorts of answers and in coaching, we can still help you find those answers, but we're going to go about it in a way that teaches you to, you know, find these things for yourself. What are your strengths? What are your values? You're going to learn a little bit about yourself along the way so that change can really be sustainable. And one thing that I love is I love doing therapy and coaching together because therapy is so process driven and you have yeah. a lot of things that you're doing there but coaching is very action driven. So we're gonna take what you process and be like, all right, what are you gonna do with that now? I love that as a therapist, because again, we might be meeting once a week or once every couple weeks or once a month, but in between during those days when things are feeling hard, there's someone there that you can reach out to. And then mm -hmm. you also have a lot of those behavioral pieces that maybe I'm not doing an EMDR processing that clients can get there. Yeah. I love like that. stress is related to something specific and then we're going to start implementing some and experimenting with some specific stress management strategies that that client is curious about or maybe sleep has been very hard and so yes. we're going to 
put together a nighttime routine or a wake-up routine or, you know, things that are going to be really supportive in helping that person sleep and rest well and not just a goal of, like, going to bed at 10 p.m. You know, that might be a great goal, but how are you going to get there? And that's what we're going to dive into. I I so love that. Thank you so much for taking the time to kind of explain the different nuances between the different professions because again I think for a lot of people they're like what is coaching then I know what therapy is or I think I know what therapy is and I know what going to the doctor looks like but mm-hmm. what is this coaching and it's such a wonderful service that I'm so glad is popping up more um, and that that national certification and all the education you have behind that is is wonderful I'm so happy about it so Here's one more question that I want to ask. Um, if there is one thing that you want to debunk about your job, what would that be? I want to debunk that with when you come to a coach, they are going to give you a prescription of what you're going to do, what you're going to eat, the exercise that you're going to do, and all of that kind of stuff. Um, there are coaches out there that don't have my certification or that have other certifications that do perform and run their businesses that way. But with a national board certified health and wellness coach, that's out of our scope of practice to do that. We don't do any prescriptive um, making a, you know, meal plan for you or a physical activity plan. And I want to debunk the why. (laughs) It's really important to understand why we don't do that because that's outsourcing your power as the client. Yeah. That is having somebody tell you what to do. And it might feel really good for a moment to be like, oh, I finally don't have to think about what I'm going to do. But it also makes it extremely difficult to sustain. As a client coming to one of us, your opinions, your voice, your knowing about yourself matters so much. We don't get to tell you what you think, what you feel, how you should live. Mm-mm. We get to collaborate and you get to tell us what works and what doesn't. And I, I love that. Thank you, Jessica. That's amazing. Yeah, you're welcome. And I'm so, I love connecting with like-minded individuals on that too, just because it's so important. Don't give your power away to anybody. They shouldn't no. be telling you what to do. I know it's, it feels good for like a moment because we have to make a lot of decisions in our lives every single right. day and decision fatigue is a super real thing it but is. there's a way to go about it that we can get you out of decision fatigue and living a life like building habits and a life that you feel super good about right i understand that depersonalization when you feel disconnected from yourself that fatigue is overwhelming mm-hmm. but when we work towards managing that and being able to stay present you don't want to get there and then realize I've given up all of my decision-making to somebody else. That's not going to help heal. Right. It's not going to give you any kind of sustainable change. Yeah, that's so true. Thank you so much for joining me today, Jessica. Mm -hmm. I could talk to you and you know this, we can talk for hours, Um, but I, for our listeners, I'll, I'll go ahead and wrap things up here a little bit. Please know that I will list all of Jessica's information in the description, her contact, her website, um, how we can get started, any of those resources that we may have shared today. Um, And thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys. And thank you, Amy. 
All right, guys, this is the legal stuff, the disclaimer. The podcast is intended for educational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for professional therapeutic advice or counseling. Always consult with a qualified mental health professional for any personal concerns or issues. The views expressed on this podcast are those of the host and guest and do not represent the views of any affiliated institution or organization. Listener discretion is advised.